Welcome to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoon. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? I hope you're having a great day. I know you are anxiously awaiting this conversation with today's guest, Shannon Watts, the founder of Moms Demand Action. A little background, as many of you know, if you've been listening for the last few episodes, I've been deeply and emotionally impacted by the mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado in March of 2021 this year. So much so that I made a post on my Facebook page a few weeks ago asking for connections to people who are working to end gun violence in our country. And I found (laughs) the response to be interesting because it quickly turned into a dispute about Second Amendment rights, which truly had nothing to do with ending gun violence. But what's really interesting is that by simply uttering that phrase, end gun violence, it is a major trigger for many gun owners who believe that by, say, simply attending a Moms Demand Action meeting, I would be trying to take away their guns. It also gave me a little bit of insight into the whirlwind, the everyday emotional roller coaster that Shannon, her team, and many, many others who are working um, on this cause deal with every single day. It also made me want to learn more about if what is actually being done on this, you know, matter, and if that assumption is in fact true. You know, I believe in educating yourself before you can actually, you know, reply adequately. So I reached out to Shannon Watts and her team and to my amazing surprise, uh, she said, I want to do this one. Let's get on Nicole DeBoom's Run This World show. So in just a second, you're going to hear from Shannon. But Before we roll into our discussion, I have some cool news about today's episode. I have a sponsor that I want to share a little bit about. And many of you have heard of this company before, Gatorade Endurance. Gatorade has been around for a long time. Many of you have tried their products, but what you may not know is that they are constantly evolving, improving, and working hard to make the lives of us athletes better. As I learned through my career as a pro triathlete and now as a 49-year-old recreational athlete, Everyone has a unique training journey that requires different fuel needs at different stages and ages. Uh, Gatorade Endurance has developed a product line that empowers athletes to recognize and understand their individual fuel and hydration needs. They call it customization. I call it the only way to reach your personal potential because we're all different. 
G-Endurance products offer multiple options for carb and electrolyte levels with different forms and flavors for different activity levels. I have personally tried their electrolyte drinks, gels, chews, and Gator Lights, um, and I give them a huge double thumbs up. They taste great. That's like the number one first thing, and they work. (laughs) And I have a special deal for you. Go to GatoradeEndurance.com. Use the code RUNTHISWORLD20 for 20% off all online products through the end of 2021. Be sure you use the code RUNTHISWORLD20 and let me know what you try. I want to hear about it. All right, now that you are distracted for a moment and heading over to the Gatorade Endurance site, I'm going to share a little bit more about Shannon Watts. Um, But before I talked to her, I actually attended my first Moms Demand Action meeting. It was a virtual meeting. And one of the first things they said was, we are anti-gun violence. We are not anti-gun. It's such a simple statement that immediately gets to the very heart of this often contentious debate that springs up whenever guns are mentioned. Um, So I went into the conversation with Shannon excited to learn more. My goal was to educate myself and hopefully everyone listening. Shannon and I had just under 30 minutes to hit on as many topics as possible. We tackled a ton. If you wanna learn more about Shannon's work and what Moms Demand Action is doing, head over to the website, momsdemandaction.org, and check out the show notes. There are a lot of links there about other things you can do, other ways you can learn more, and um, how you can also be an advocate to help end gun violence in our country. All right, everybody. On that note, let's bring her on. Let's bring Shannon Watts onto the show. Shannon, thank you so much for joining me. It's just truly an honor and incredible to have you come on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I actually, I'm completely shocked that we weren't already like best friends having, you know, been bolder, (laughs) having the bolder connection behind us. It's so, it's too bad we didn't meet when we were both in the same city. Well, we're meeting now through the cause that you started, um, and hopefully with the intention here of making the world a better and safer place. And I, I gotta tell you, you know, we were born, we're put on this planet, we grow up and we eventually figure out what it is we were meant to do. Right. And, um, I'm, I'm seeking my next meant to do. But I believe Ooh. you have found your mission, your 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 mark that you're leaving on the world. So I think we should start by talking a little bit, educating our listeners on what Moms Demand Action is and how and why you started it. Yeah, and it's certainly been a, a journey. Um, I was a, a stay-at-home mom for about five years after a long career in corporate communications when uh, I was living in Indiana at the time and saw the news on my television that there was an active shooter in Newtown, Connecticut. I was planning to go back to workforce. I I didn't know anything about organizing. I wasn't really political. 
Um, I didn't know anything about gun violence. But when I saw that 20 children and six educators were killed inside an American elementary school, I knew I had to get off the sidelines on this issue, the issue of gun safety. And I think so many Americans felt that way. And, and I just thought, okay, I'll join something like Mothers Against Drunk Driving, which I assumed existed. And I couldn't find it. I, I looked online and I found kind of think tanks run by men in DC. I found some one-off city and state organizations, again, mostly run by men, not connected. I knew being part of a badass army of women is what gets things done in this country. And so I just, I went online, I started a Facebook page. And I think because so many women and moms had that same feeling I did the day after that tragedy, um, that, that it went from an online conversation to what is now the, one of the largest offline grassroots movements in the country. And it is. And you've even merged with um, Everytown, right? Yeah. So about a year in, I realized we would need partners in order to uh, succeed and to last into perpetuity. And so I started interviewing people inside and outside the space. And, and I had an interview with Mike Bloomberg's team, the former mayor of New York. And, and we had very similar goals. And, and together we co-founded what is Everytown for Gun Safety, um, and now we have several organizing arms under that umbrella, Moms Demand Action, Students Demand Action. We have the Survivors Network. We have mayors who work on this issue. Um, and, and we are now 6 million supporters strong. We're actually larger than the NRA at this point. Oh, my gosh. And we need to keep growing it because that organization mm-hmm. is so outdated. You know, you mentioned like it takes an army of women to make real change. and it. It truly does, you know, and I know that well because I built a business with a huge national community of women as well, and we felt very Mm. supported, Um, but we were also very connected in our emotions, and we really helped each other first, you know, when tragedies like this hit in how to deal with our own personal feelings. You know, I, you're a mom of five. I'm a mom of, mom of one. I can only imagine when you when you multiply my feelings times five, I feel so much outrage every time I hear about a shooting in a school or anywhere, but especially in a school, because we're supposed to feel safe sending our kids to school. And so, you know, when Sandy Hook hit was happening, and you were watching this and you were feeling those initial feelings. Um, how, like you went online, you explained, you looked around, but like, what, can you just dig into that a little more and help some of the people listening with some advice for how to deal with that very first wave of emotion? Yeah. You know, I think it's so important to channel it into action. It's so easy to, to watch what's happening and say, oh, it's not in my town, uh, not in my family, and, or someone else will do something. I think that's often our reaction, or I, I can't possibly make a difference. I'm just one person, or I don't have enough time to make a difference. Um, you know, I think it's Alice Walker who said, activism is the rent we, play, we pay to live on the planet. Uh, and, and it's true. We all have a role to play in whatever issue we're passionate about. It doesn't have to be the issue of gun safety. Um, I actually write about this in my book, Fight Like a Mother, which all the proceeds go to gun violence prevention organizations. But I, I think it's really, really important to get involved. You don't 
have to be an expert. You know, if I waited until I knew everything there was to know about this issue, I still wouldn't have started it. I mean, I was drinking from a fire hose for the first few years. And and there are even times today where I have to fill in the gaps of information because I just came to this issue eight and a half years ago, and it's incredibly complicated. But, But with this group of strangers across the country, we decided we would build the plane as we flew it. And, and I think the other thing that it's so important for women to remember is that you don't have to be perfect. It's okay to fail in public. I think sometimes men don't have that same dating factor to think, oh, am I qualified? Should I do this? What if I fail? What if I look foolish? Um, I made so many cold calls in the early days to get information. And I can't tell you how many people said to me, you know, you're not the right person for this. This already exists. It'll never work. You'll never be able to raise money. Um, just don't don't bother. And I knew in my gut that that I needed to separate the advice they gave me that I knew was right from what I didn't think was right, and that I should just go forward anyway. Because you know, the worst thing that would have happened was that I failed. But but look what did happen. You know, we created one of the largest grassroots movements in the country that is making real change on this issue. Yes. And, you know, when you said I needed to separate what I knew was right versus what other people, you know, were misconstruing, it it brings up that term common sense, which is a big part of the language, right? It's like, we just need to use yeah. some common sense here and make some change. And, and I think it brings up this idea of misconceptions in general. So a lot of people... I think they're afraid, right? They're just, they have the fear is behind, you know, not wanting to change and just about every single movement that's ever happened in the world. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to share um, something and see your thoughts on it. So people, even I did a little post the other day on Instagram and I said, I'm going to attend my first mom's demand action meeting. I can't wait to find out more about this organization. And somebody got on my my uh, account and said, (laughs) my sons own guns and they own them to hunt and protect their families. Please don't take my rights away. And I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) by attending a mom's demand action meeting, I'm going to take your rights away. And, you know, I wrote her back and said, well, the first thing I'm doing is educating myself, which I think you should do too, because you obviously have an emotional attachment to this issue. So I just wondered like, how do you react to these misconceptions and what kind of advice do you have for people who are constantly confronted by some kind of political outrage whenever they bring up this topic? So a few things that are important to remember. First of all, 93% of Americans support common sense laws like a background check on every gun sale. That includes uh, about 89% of gun owners, <laughs> only one of, in 10 of whom even belong to the NRA. And 87% of Republicans. I can't think of another issue in this country that has this much consensus. So it, it, it probably isn't as polarizing as people fear. Now, there are misconceptions. I mean, I want to be clear that our organization is not against the Second Amendment. A lot of our volunteers are gun owners or their partners are gun owners. There's about 400 million guns in this country. So this is simply about restoring the responsibilities that go along with gun rights. And and almost always you will find that common ground once you get past maybe these misconceptions that someone has because the gun lobby does spread so much fear and, and rhetoric and misinformation. But at the end of the day, requiring a background check on every gun sale 
making sure people who are at risk to themselves or others don't have easy access to guns. These are things that we all really do agree on. And, and again, in my book, Fight Like a Mother, I lay out exactly how you have these conversations, some of the myths that you will probably encounter and what the real facts are. Definitely. Um, and everybody needs to get a copy of your book. So just note that in the show notes, I'm going to have a link to it. Let's buy hundreds of them, thousands, and get the word <laughs> out. Um, you know, we keep talking about the NRA and it's, it's like the old white man's club. I don't know. That's mm -hmm. my take. Yes. And I love, yeah. they've made some kind of statement in the past about like Shannon Watts is our biggest fear. And it's like, really guys, why can't we all work together here? Especially if, you know, 90% or more of their organization um, believes in the same values as you. Well, the NRA is a, is a, really a, a lobbying organization now. They are no longer your grandfather's NRA, right? That focused on hunting and fishing and training and gun safety. In, in the 70s, they became a lobbying organization and their leaders are driven only by money and power. And that's been made very clear the last week or so at their, their bankruptcy trial. Um, and they are radicalized, the leaders of the NRA. The vast majority of gun owners in this country are responsible and they disagree with the NRA's agenda. Um, and, and on top of that, the NRA is weaker than they've ever been as an organization. They're bankrupt. Uh, they're under investigation on many fronts, including being a, a foreign asset for Russia. Um, and, and they're in really big trouble. And, and so the, the A rating that they, they give lawmakers that used to be a badge of honor is really in many ways now a scarlet letter. And, and that's why we have such an important opportunity to seize on the, the trifecta we have in power. We have a gun sense president, a gun sense Senate, a gun sense house, and we have to pass legislation that will make Americans safer. We've seen these laws work in the states, but we have to have them at a federal level. You're right. And you know, part of it too is the language we use. You're, you're saying we have a gun sense president, we have gun sense leaders. Um, and that is not threatening. That's something we can all get behind. People like to, you know, I don't know. They just, like you said, they radicalize things. It's time to kind of take it down to the common goal, which is exactly how the Moms Demand Action Meeting opened, which said, we are anti-gun violence. We are not anti-gun. And that, mm -hmm. I think, is one of the big misconceptions. You know, we are a, we are a moderate nonpartisan organization. We want to work with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. Uh, it just so happens that, that Democrats have, have moved on this issue more quickly, but I think we will get to a point where all lawmakers are on the right side of this issue. Um, and, and we have seen this issue become a major reason that, that women in particular turn out at the polls uh, because it is so important to the, the safety of their families and their communities um, and, and look, I think women are the secret sauce to organizing in this country. We've seen it all the way from, from suffrage and civil rights up to the, the water crisis in Flint, Michigan. I think if women get off the sidelines and they put their mind to something, it gets done. And we're finally, I hope, on the precipice of major national change. I think we are. I truly do. And this podcast and my following speaks to many, many, many women who have asked me. I actually put a little call out and said, what, what do you want me to ask Shannon? 
<laughs> and they were like, how do I get involved? And some of them, I'm going to take it one step further, said, I have joined Moms Demand Action, but it's still kind of intimidating. Like, what advice do you have for people to get involved? And if they do feel intimidated, what can they come back to to kind of ground themselves again and get, get more traction? Well, the first thing to remember is, you, you know, you don't have to add this on as a full-time job. Activism is like trips on a rock. And if you only have an hour or two every week to spare, it, it can and will make a difference. And we will plug you in in a way that, you know, you're passionate about and that makes sense to you and matches your skills. Um, we fight this issue legislatively. So we have to oppose the NRA's agenda, which we do successfully 90% in, in states year after year, the last five years, stopping things like guns in schools, guns on college campuses, stand your ground, um, eroding the permitting system. We've also passed good gun laws. Uh, 22 states now have background checks. 29 states have disarmed domestic abusers. 19 states have something called a red flag law and, and, and on and on and on. Um, we work on this electorally and uh, making sure that we get involved in, the, uh, in every electoral cycle. You have to remember the midterms are just around the corner and they're very, very important this year on this issue. Uh, and, and in fact, in this last le uh, electoral cycle, 100 Moms to Be in Action volunteers ran for office, 43 won, everything from city council to, to Congress. Um, and so, you know, if you're interested in running for office, it's a great way to, to cut your teeth. And then, and then the third, third way we work on this issue is culturally. We, we teach people about secure gun storage through our Be Smart program. Uh, we, make sure that companies have the right policies in place. Hundreds of companies have changed their policies since uh, working with Moms Demand Action. So if you just text the word READY to 64433, we will have a volunteer call you back and plug you in where you live and make sure that you know what's coming up uh, near you, probably on Zoom for, for a few more months. Um, but there are ways that you can get involved and 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 every single action you take counts. All right. This is a good spot for a quick fuel break brought to you by today's sponsor, Gatorade Endurance. You know how I mentioned customization for your fueling needs? Uh, you may be wondering how to figure out your personal formula. I just realized that, so I figured I would share about Gatorade Endurance's new product that launched in March on Gatorade.com. It's a different website, Gatorade.com, and in Dick's Sporting Goods stores online and in person. It's called the GX Sweat Patch. I had the opportunity to test it out in a workout recently. You literally stick a patch to your forearm. It has like a sticky on the backside. You put on your forearm and you do your workout. And then afterward, uh, presuming you worked out enough to sweat, you use the GX app to scan the patch, which will show how much you sweated. Sweat? Sweated? However you say it. Um, I was blown away at how easy it was to use. I sweated enough to get a reading, and it told me how much fluid and sodium I'd lost. It created a fueling plan for the remainder of my day based on my workout. It was so cool. Um, it's simple. 
And now it's both cost effective and easily accessible to everyone. You can go to Gatorade.com, shop the sweat patch. It comes in a two pack for $24.99. You don't have to drive or fly out to a special secret Gatorade testing lab. Now you can do this in your own home. Okay. Now that we are all a little more refueled and educated on our own customized fueling needs, let's get back to Shannon Watts and the big work she's doing in the world. Every single action you take counts. Yes, it definitely does. Even when it feels like nothing's changing, I think that's one of the big things that's happening is we have these very horrific Um, mass shootings that occur that get our attention. And we know that they are a very small amount of gun death casualties, but they, they get a lot of press. And in our more despondent moments, we tend to go, God, if this is still happening, if nothing's even changed since Sandy Hook, when 20 elementary school children and six educators were killed, um, why would it ever change? You know, and it kind of makes you wonder, but you just reeled off action after action after action that have has happened. And so change is happening, right? Yeah, I, I, I think it's so important to remember that, that this is the way the system is set up. It, it's frustrating, but it is set up for incremental change. And you can just throw up your hands and say, oh, well, you know, that's too frustrating and that takes too much time. Or you can remember that it took Mothers Against Drunk Driving about a decade to pass all the laws they needed to get to save lives and reduce deaths. Um, And and so this work for us started in the months after Sandy Hook, uh, the shooting there, and and there was a vote in in Congress on a bill called Manchin-Toomey in honor of, of what happened in Sandy Hook. It would have closed the background check loophole. That failed by a handful of votes. Now, we could have given up and said, okay, we're gonna go back to our normal lives, the country's not ready for this, but we didn't. We realized that Congress is where this work ends and not where it begins. And we pivoted and started with this activism in state houses and in boardrooms and in school boards and at city councils. And we forced real life-saving important change, knowing that that momentum would eventually point the right president and the right Congress in the right direction. And that's exactly what's happening. Yes. It's, there's, there's some momentum going on right now. That's for sure. Um, you know, anytime you bring up the topic of shootings, two things come up. People start to talk a lot about guns and they start to talk a lot about mental health. Mm -hmm. Is mom's demand action focused purely on, you know, a gun, ownership gun laws, or do you also do some work in the mental health arena? Well, it's a really important question. And the reason mental health comes up so often, first of all, yes, we have a mental health crisis in this country, especially given the pandemic, but also because it's become a straw man for Republicans who don't want to do anything about guns. So instead, they point their fingers at everything from mental health to violent video games and movies to bad parenting. I mean, you know, we've heard all of the excuses every, after every single national mass shooting tragedy. The reality is we have the same rates of mental illness as other people in peer nations, right? So the same 
issues, same amount of issues. Um, and, and yet we have a 25 times higher gun homicide rate than any peer nation. And why is that? We know because data shows us we're a very data-driven organization. The science is in and it says it's easy access to guns. It's lax gun laws. Uh, and so when we talk about mental health, it's so important to remember that people who are mentally ill are much more likely to be victims of violent crime than to be perpetrators. And that, yes, we must fix the mental health system in this country. We have to create a safety net for people. But a really important law that sort of bridges the two issues is something called the red flag law. And we've actually passed that in 19 states, including Colorado. And it essentially allows family or police to petition a judge for a temporary restraining order that will remove the guns from someone who is a risk to themselves or others. Because we know that in, in over 50% of, of mass shooting tragedies in this country, there are warning signs. And there is nothing that police can do unless there is a red flag law in place. And so, so passing that kind of legislation really does address both issues in some ways. You know, I'm just listening going, my God, how could you have ever expected that you would be the leading expert or one of the leading experts on this topic and this platform in your life? <laughs> no, I did not ever think that. I, I honestly didn't. I, I was getting ready to go back to work. And, you know, I, I am not a survivor of gun violence. I mean, in, in many ways, everyone in America has been traumatized by gun violence, but I am, I am thankful that, that I have not lost family or friends um, to this. But, but frankly, you know, the, the survivors who do this work are heroic and they shouldn't have to shoulder it all. Um, we do need everyone to get off the sidelines. There is strength in numbers. And, and I can't tell you how many, particularly women, come into our organization after they send their kindergartner to school for the first time and they have to hide in, in, in their bathroom or a closet and essentially rehearse their death as though that piece of wood is going to protect them from the spray of an AR-15 or a semi-automatic handgun. And, and these parents really realize that we don't have to live like this. And, and our children sure as hell shouldn't die like this. And, and that is when so many people uh, come into the organization. And, and, you know, the other thing I want to say is I, I started this organization as a white suburban mom who was scared my kids weren't safe in their schools. But over 100 Americans are shot and killed in this country every day. And that includes in, in city centers and in rural communities, whether it's homicide or suicide, domestic gun violence, all of it matters. We have to pay attention to all of it. And, and really, you know, our black and brown sisters have been doing this work for decades and with little to no attention. Um, and, and again, I do think it is there is an onus on white women to, to help them and to support them and to be part of the the movement to stop this violence. Yes, I'm in it. I'm here. You've you've recruited Yay. me. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I want to talk about a loaded word: success. You know, Mom's Demand Action has now become your life, whether you expected it or not, and you have so much passion for it. I can just hear it every word. Um, what? Do you think this is it? This is your mission in this lifetime. You know, what is the ultimate goal? When could you really step back and say, I've succeeded? I think it is such an important question. One that I ask myself all the time. Um, I, I think 
an important quality in a leader is, is to know when to step back and to know when you've done what you've been asked to do, whether that's, you know, by yourself or the universe, or if you're religious by God, you know, I have no idea how or why uh, this organization uh, came together the way it did. It was like lightning in a bottle. And I, I, I do believe that, that I had a certain skill set that enabled me to pull all the pieces together of, of these brilliant volunteers who, who brought their skill sets to the table and to make it go. And, and I believe I have accomplished my mission, which was to make sure that the organization would last into perpetuity. If something happened to me tomorrow, I think the organization would not miss a beat. <laughs> They'd be sad, but, but I think that they would still continue to, to evolve and to be successful. And I think it's also important to look and say, when have I done what I came here to do? And, and when do you, there's nothing sadder to me than when people can't let something go, especially a leader. And, and I think it is important that, that while it was, it will be part of my legacy and certainly was part of my mission in life. It can't be my whole life. It wouldn't be good for me and it wouldn't be good for the organization. It has to grow and it has to evolve and it has to focus on, on, on other people and other voices. So uh, I, I hope I will know when that moment comes, but I certainly think about it all the time and make sure I'm assessing that. Uh, those are words from a true leader. I mean, that is, I couldn't have said it better. You are absolutely a gift. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to let you continue um, running this world and crushing <laughs> your mission at the moment. Um, and can't wait to see whatever comes next for you, but let's, let's get some work done in the meantime. So people are going to text ready to 64433. We are going to get online and buy Fight Like a Mother, uh, your book, which all the proceeds go towards helping end gun yep. violence. Um, and probably some more good ideas are going to come out of this as well. But before you go, I have one final question that I ask every guest that comes on the show. And that is, if you can leave our listeners with one final piece of advice, one little nugget to help them run their worlds in a bigger and better way, what would it be? Figure out what you are passionate about, because I really do believe that, that giving back and helping other people and feeling as though you are making a difference in this world is so important to your own quality of life and, and your growth as a human being. And it's really why we're on earth, I think, is, is to love and to help one another. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Everyone has their own unique way. But I always think about activism in, in this context of a story that I read once about a woman who made sandwiches for homeless people in her community every day. And, and the media decided to spotlight her, their local media. And they interviewed her and she said, you know what? People thank me all the time for making these sandwiches or they want to send me donations to make sandwiches. And what I tell them is, you know how you can help? Make your own damn sandwiches. <laughs> I, I think that's so right like don't count on other people to do the heavy lifting of grassroots activism you have to do it too in order to make a better world perfect words to finish up this episode thank you so much shannon you are truly making thank a difference you. in the world wow guys that was one for the books shannon watts the founder of mom's demand action 
she is making serious change in the world. We had such a short time. There were a lot of things I wish I could have dug into deeper or talked to her about at all. What she didn't mention is that she and her daughters have been threatened with sexual violence. Her family has been threatened with life-ending violence. This is not a topic that people take lightly. People are afraid of the work she's doing, which truly has a pure intention of making the world a better place and ending violence. So it does baffle me in many ways, but you know what? She's got the courage and the strength to push on and she's doing that. And if you're listening and you're thinking, I have the courage, I have the strength, I want to take this on in some way, it might just be a really small way. Like she said, change happens incrementally. We can't always expect huge change all at once. Our country and our system was set up for incremental change. You can be a part of that. Um, You can start by texting COMMIT to 64433. That is one thing you can do right off the bat that will get you involved with Moms Demand Action. You can donate to organizations like Moms Demand Action and Every Town for Gun Safety. You can become a member. You can volunteer. You can buy Shannon's book, Fight Like a Mother, and educate yourself even more. You can have hard conversations with friends and family members who don't understand and, and listen to what their fears and concerns are and then share with them what you have learned. Whew. My big thing is that I don't want to let another act of gun violence go by with the same reaction I've had in the past, which is sadness, horror, and then guilt that I didn't do anything. And if you're like me, you may feel the same way. Just know you can do something. All right, before we wrap it, before we go, before you start texting and, and, and getting out there and doing all the things, I want to give one final shout out to d- today's sponsor, Gatorade Endurance. You heard me talk about their revolutionary GX sweat patch and all the different products they make to support athletes' customized fueling needs. If you want to support me, you should support my sponsors. So head over to GatoradeEndurance.com, use the code RUNTHISWORLD20 for 20% off all Gatorade Endurance products through 2021. I say try them all, my friends. (laughs) Again, that's RUNTHISWORLD20 for 20% off all your sports nutrition needs. All right, then, everyone, it's been great. You know what time it is. It's time to get out there and run this world. Have a great workout, and I'll see you next week.